Hi everyone, I'm Diana Sebsta, Director of Bereavement for the Joseph T. Quinlan Bereavement Center and Karen Ann Quinlan Hospice. And I wanna welcome you to Grief Matters, conversations about life and death. No subject is off limits and no topic is taboo. I wanna invite you to send in your questions about anything end of life, dying, death, and grief. Hi everybody, welcome to another episode of Grief Matters. I'm Diana Sebsta, and on Grief Matters, we can talk about anything for end-of-life issues, anticipatory grief, death, dying, or bereavement. And as always, we invite you to send in any questions that you might want us to answer. So this episode, I will be answering a question that was submitted regarding how to deal with guilt after a loss. So specifically, they wanted to know when they have regrets about a loved one in terms of they wish they would have forced them to go to the doctor and to get a second opinion and how to deal with the guilt and the regret after their loved one has died. So I do wanna say that this does not uh, seem to be a unique issue, that as human beings, we are really hard on ourselves and we like to beat ourselves up. <laughs> That's just the nature of us being human. Um, but it seems to be a little bit more in grief. During our loved one's illness and their dying process, oftentimes we'll find ourselves more in survival mode or in triage mode. We're basically going from one activity to the next, trying to meet the needs of our loved one at the moment. And when they're in an actively dying process, that can be very stressful. So we tend to put emotions aside and we just focus on what we need to do for our loved one, whether it's deliver medications, change bedding, help clean them up, whatever that may be. So once our loved one dies, however, we become, now we have the time to become reflective and to go back over all the events that happened because we're trying to make sense of what happened now and we have the time to do it. But unfortunately, what that looks like is we start to second guess some of the choices that we made some of the things that we said, some of the behaviors that we had before our loved one died. So the first thing right out of the gate I tell everybody is we do in the moment with the information that we have in that moment. So if we knew all of the information ahead of time, that would be perfect, but we don't have a crystal ball. So oftentimes we do not have that information and we're just doing the best we can in the moment. So I always ask people to please be kind with yourself and to treat yourself as if you were your friend. Because if a friend came up to you and shared the same concerns over guilt and regret, oftentimes we would comfort them and we would want to normalize the experience that they were going through and to try to help them dispel any guilt or regret. So why can't we do that for ourselves? So that's a tough thing to ask of somebody to love themselves enough to treat themselves as their own friend, even their own best friend. And the advice that we would give to a friend, could we please offer that to ourselves, especially when we're in bereavement and we're starting to question everything that we did, everything that we said or didn't get to say um, after the fact. So sometimes talking to a counselor can be helpful Writing it out can be helpful to try to gain perspective, 
but journaling isn't everybody's favorite thing to do. So it's just important to be able to externalize it in some way. And to just remember that we do the things we do at the time with the information we have at the time. We're doing the best that we can in the moment with what we have available to us. So I will end it with that and just say, please be kind to yourself. Please treat yourself like your own best friend. Stay tuned for another episode and I'll see you again really soon. Bye.